This is a special episode of the Locked On Jets on this Sunday, September 17th, 2023. I'm your host, John B. from GangGreenNation.com with a little, little pregame show. The Jets and Dallas Cowboys will play in just a couple of hours in Arlington, Texas. Kickoff time is scheduled for 425 p.m. Eastern time. The game will be shown on CBS. It's the CBS featured game of the week. And there have been a few developments since we last spoke on Friday. The number one development for the New York Jets is they will have a new kicker in this game. Greg Zorline is out. He suffered a groin injury. It seems like it was something that happened later in the week because Friday the Jets were kind of scrambling, working kickers out. They end up signing Austin Seibert, a veteran kicker who has been with the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, and Detroit Lions in the past. A guy who, through his career, has been a pretty solid kicker. You know, It's always tough when you suffer an injury to a kicker, especially late in the week. But the one thing that's good is that there's always readily available supply of kickers available. So I think there are a couple of concerns for the Jets in this game losing Zorline. Number one is because Seibert was signed so late in the week, you worry a little bit about the rhythm between the long snapper, the holder. And this stuff doesn't sound important, but having spoken with plenty of and having read what and listened to interviews with people who work on these special teams units, there is a bit of a chemistry. And Kicking is very precise, so you'd like the, you'd like them to have worked together in the past. I mean, these guys are all professionals. They should be able to handle it. I'm sure they worked on Saturday together. I'm sure that they'll be, they'll be out early in pregame warm-up, so I don't want to hit the panic button over this. But, you know, you would have liked to, if this was going to happen, it would have been nicer if it had happened earlier in the week. But you know what? You have to make do. No excuses out there. And Austin Seibert, on paper, is a pretty good kicker. It's one of the interesting things. I was just thinking about this yesterday, and I – yeah, it's not not a big deal, but with the expanded practice squads, where now you get 16 players on your practice squads, and this is not really a Jets thing, but I'm surprised more teams just don't keep a backup kicker on the practice squad for situations like this. That way you know he's on your team. That way you know he's worked with your uh, uh, long snapper and holder before. But, you know, what can you do? The other relative concern I have over this is just the style of play the Jets are likely to play in this game. I think this is going to be very much a conservative game on offense. We'll get to that in a little bit. The Jets are going to lean on their defense. They're going to try and win the special teams battle just as they did a week ago against the Buffalo Bills. Don't think I need to tell you that if you watch the game because Jets won the game on a punt return touchdown in overtime. So in a situation like this, a kicker like Zerline is a big advantage because he's got the leg to hit long distance kicks. So you don't have to go quite as far to get your team into field goal range on offense. You know, Zerline can connect from uh, kicks 55 yards and beyond. Seibert's been a solid kicker through his career, but he doesn't quite have that leg. So kind of ask your offense to do a little bit more than they may, may, may have needed to with Zorline in the lineup. But I think by all accounts, this is the right move because again, the kicking game is very precise, especially when we're talking field goal attempts, when we're talking extra point attempts and Zorline may have tried to play through this. There was some indication the Jets were hopeful he'd be able to play, but any sort of injury can kind of throw your mechanics out of whack in the kicking game. So I think the prudent course here is to just let Zorline sit. And, and I think not just this week, but until he's healthy, he certainly is a benefit to the Jets to have him in the lineup. But, you know, if he's not, if he's not completely healthy, Cybert hopefully will be able to hold the forts down. Um, on the other side of the injury news, it sounds like Dallas is going to go without Brandon Cooks in this game, which makes the task a little bit easier for the Jets. You know, it's always tough when you lose a starting receiver, but, Look, I, I don't think anybody in the Jets is going to have a ton of sympathy for the rest of the season for any team dealing with injuries. It's obviously part of the, the league, 
And there's no team this season that's going to suffer an injury as profound as the one the Jets suffered on Monday night against Buffalo when they lost Aaron Rodgers. So a very talented Dallas offense. This is going to be a tough game for the Jets. Uh, this was a game even when we even before the Aaron Rodgers injury that I looked at and said this is this is a tricky trip because you have Dallas at home, their home opener, a very talented team playing great football, coming off a great week one performance against the Giants. Maybe just a tad less difficult now with Brandon Cooks out of the lineup, although Dallas still has plenty of offensive firepower. So both teams kind of without a key player and different types of players. The Jets, they're without their kicker, who again, is kind of a weapon from long distance on field goals, and you're kind of trying to break a new kicker in on the fly. Dallas going without a starting receiver. I mean, Brandon Cooks is not as important to their offense as C.D. Lamb is, but still a very good player, and I'm sure Dallas will miss him. Again, makes the Jets' task which is a tough task going on the road with Zach Wilson, at least a little easier. Now I had here on this Locked On Jets pregame show, we're going to turn our attention to what I think the offensive game plan will be for the New York Jets. I think they're going to take a very conservative approach, and I'm basing a lot of this on what they did against the Buffalo Bills once Zach Wilson took over at quarterback. I'll take you through some of the key stats, some key things to know. I had here on this Sunday game preview edition of the Locked On Jets podcast. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. The Jets made a pretty high-stakes hire yesterday when they signed Austin Seibert to take over the kicking duties for this game. Fortunately, they have a scouting department, so they don't need to use LinkedIn Jobs. But LinkedIn Jobs can function as your business's scouting department. It's easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs, then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience, so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And this is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Again, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose, when you place just a $5 bet. Well, the oddsmakers don't love the Jets' chances in this game. In fact, even with Aaron Rodgers last week, the Jets were a home underdog to the Buffalo Bills. They were originally underdogs to Dallas in this game, and that was with Rodgers. With Zach Wilson now at quarterback, the things have moved in a Dallas direction. At the time we're recording this, Dallas is currently a nine-point favorite in this game. So real opportunity, if you believe in the Jets, to make some money. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. This app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on this Sunday, getting ready for Jets and Cowboys. Kickoff time scheduled for 425 Eastern from Arlington, Texas. The game will be shown on CBS. How did the Jets win this game? Well, I think we're going to go back to the formula of 2022, especially the October formula when the Jets went on that four-game winning streak. And in that winning streak, it was a lot of just hoping the offense would make enough plays, a lot of Brees, run, Brees Hall big runs, hoping Zach Wilson could hit a pass here or there and then really leaning on the defense. And it's going to be a little bit tougher without Greg Zerline because the, it's going to take a little bit more distance each drive to get into field goal range. But 
I think with Zach Wilson starting this game, the hope is that over the course of the season, he'll build confidence and that he'll improve and that you'll be able to put more and more of the playmaking burden on him. I still don't think this is necessarily going to be a quarterback dependence team with Zach under center, but I think as much as anything at the end of last season, his confidence level was really low. And there were lots of issues. I mean, mechanically, he was not in a good place. I think he was struggling to make the reads that he needed to make in the Jets offense. But more than anything, I don't think you can go anywhere in this league unless you're confident in yourself. And he was not confident at all by the end of last season. Because and well, a lot of that just when you struggle to the extent Zach, Zach, Zach did, you're not going to have much confidence. So I think the Jets in this preseason – what they did was they gave him a lot of easy throws. And of course they did not intend for him to be the starting quarterback for the final 16 games that he was kind of thrown into that situation. So last week, the jets essentially were just calling plays and it was kind of an emergency situation. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett had much time to think things through. He was kind of going on the fly, but the jets were playing super conservative football. I think they just wanted Zach to avoid the big mistake because I think there's still a concern that Zach's confidence levels, not necessarily super high at this point. So if he can avoid the big mistake, if he can make a few plays and the Jets can lean on their defense to win a game, maybe that's the thing that like kind of helps him build going forward. So I think in this game, you'll see, you'll see a lot of the same things. And I mean, I can give you some numbers. Zach Wilson's longest pass traveled 20 yards through the air against Buffalo. There was no pass that traveled more than 20 yards down the field, more than 20 yards down the field. He had as many passes behind the line of scrimmage as he did that traveled more than 10 yards through the air. Um, the Jets did not, asked him to do a whole lot. In fact, his average air yardage per attempt, according to next-gen stats, was 4.3 yards. That was the third lowest of week one total behind Desmond Ritter of Atlanta and Justin Fields of Chicago. So a very conservative passing game. The Jets were among the league leaders in run-pass ratio on the run side. The Jets were one of the teams that ran the ball most relative to passing in week one. And you have to remember, they were behind most of the game. So the Jets really trying to take the pressure off Zach Wilson in week one. And I think that will continue. Um, you know, if you look at the first down rate, the personnel groupings that they ran, and first down is a really important thing to watch because it's like a neutral situation. On third and long, you have to throw the ball. On third and short, you're going to run the ball. So first down is kind of neutral where you can kind of show your philosophies. The Jets loaded the field with tight ends. In fact, 51% of the plays, they either had one running back, two tight ends, or one running back, three tight ends. And that was the fourth highest uh usage rate for these personnel groupings in the league. So lots of tight ends because the Jets essentially want to play smash mouth football with Brees Hall. And I think that's going to continue again over the course of the season. I think the Jets are going to need to get more out of Zach, but this is a tough game because you have the tackles that the Jets have and Dwayne Brown, who had a rough week one, Makai Becton, who was better, but still kind of trying to round into form after missing two seasons. And you have really good pass rushers for on the Dallas side, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, I don't think the Jets can get into a situation. I think if the Jets get into the spot where Zach Wilson is in the obvious passing downs, they're in a lot of trouble with these tackles. So I think this is going to be, again, a conservative game plan. I don't think the Jets can win this game in a blowout. I think the philosophy is going to be the same we've seen over the, we saw last year, where they're just going to try and lean on the defense, hold Dallas down, and hope you make enough clutch plays in the end on any of the three phases. Maybe, maybe it's a turnover. Maybe it's a big play on offense by Zach Wilson or Brees Hall. Maybe it's a special teams play again. You just want to keep the game close and then hopefully somebody makes a play at the end that, that wins you the game. And you just don't want to ask Zach to do too much because Jets are trying to do something very difficult right now. They're trying to win games while they're trying to develop a young quarterback. Anyway, that's all for this special pregame edition of Locked On Jets. After the game, I'll have a quick postgame thought. So be sure to check us out shortly after the final, the, uh, the clock strikes zero. I'll see you then.